Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And you're stuck with just me this week. Uh, this will be a short one because um, I feel like making it short. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, as I've been thinking about this week, uh, what to share, uh, there's been a situation that's come up, or a story that's come up a few times over the last uh, week or so that has uh, just got me thinking a little bit. And this was a story I've heard from a couple different sources, most recently from my boss. I was in a meeting. And uh, he told the story about the, uh, there are variations of it, but the way he told the story was that there was a uh, family that was eating their dinner. It's a roast ham, I think is what he described, roast ham. And uh, the uh, the cook of the family, the I think it was the wife he's describing, took the ham, cut it in half, baked it in two smaller pans, and then served it and served Somebody asked, Mom, why did you cut the, the ham and bake it in two smaller pans? Well, that's just how you do it. I don't know. So we, um, she explained, that's how I was trained. That's how I was taught by my, by my mother. And so she, they go to Mom and ask, so or Grandma, I guess, why did you always cut the ham in half and, and bake it in two, dif- two dishes? And she said, I, that's just the way you do it. it uh tastes better. And that's the way my mom taught me. So they go to great grandma and ask her the same question. Why cut the ham in half? And she said, my um, (laughs) cooking supplies only included two small pans. I couldn't fit the ham in one big pan or one pan. And so there's this tradition, there's this uh, set of rules that this family had been following for generations. And it was just because that's how we've always done it. And so I've been thinking about rules. Uh, I think there's are some things that we do just because that's how we do it. That's how we've always done it. And I was listening to another podcast a few weeks ago, and they were talking about rules, and it really got me thinking because they were talking about rules that uh, were kind of a challenge, meaning they challenged the status quo. And so the the rule that they were talking about was what to dunk your cookies in. If you have chocolate chip cookies, which are amazing, by the way, thanks, Sarah. <laughs> when you decide to share chocolate chip, chip cookies, they are some of the best. And of course, you dunk your cookies in milk. And they were talking on this podcast about, well, um, we've heard people say that they like to dunk their cookies in apple juice. And I thought when I heard that, why would you dunk your cookies in apple juice? It just, I'd never heard of it before. I never would have considered it. And frankly, I like my chocolate chip cookies. I like to be, to them to be soft. I don't like the crispy, hard cookies. I like soft cookies. And I like them frozen. That's the best. And I'm, I'm not a big dunker anyways. But the, as they started talking about apple juice, they talked about other people as they shared their experience of dunking their cookies in apple juice for the first time. And they were surprisingly tasty. So I tried it 
I tried it this last week. I was driving home. I had a, I, I bought some special, not special, but I, I bought apple juice. I did not have apple juice in my pantry. Bought some apple juice. I had some, um, a package of cookies and I dunked my cookies in apple juice and it was surprisingly not horrible. I had no idea that I would even consider it. I don't know that it will become a, a new tradition for me, but the thought was really interesting. The thought that I had was to really dismiss it at first, but then as I challenged that, why would I dismiss it? Only because I'd never heard of it before or because I imagined that these things uh, shouldn't go together. My boys (laughs) like to put ranch dressing on their pizza. Now, for me, ranch dressing, no. It does, not, it does not go on pizza. It barely goes on salad. I will eat ranch dressing as a dip for vegetables, which I know, I know that's basically what a salad is, is vegetables. But for some reason, I don't like it on salad. I like it on, uh, I'll eat it with carrots and celery and cauliflower, broccoli, stuff like that. Pretty much everything but lettuce because it should be blue cheese on salad and not, <laughs> not ranch dressing. Same thing with chicken wings. Should be blue cheese and not ranch dressing. But the uh, the interesting interesting thing is how uh, I'm noticing that I have these rules that I'm barely, if even that, conscious of, and they op- those rules operate my life. They my I run my life based on these rules, and um, I can think of I'm sure dozens of these rules, and it is just interesting to me to think maybe these rules aren't the only ways to do things. Maybe just because the pan was too small for great grandma isn't a good reason to to be cutting the roast ham in half to cook it. Maybe there's some things that I could challenge. And a lot of times in this podcast, especially some of the earlier episodes, and we've had some recent ones as well, where, where we discuss the difference between doctrine, um, church doctrine, church culture, and the the culture a lot of times comes from rules that we just believe. We've been raised with these rules and we just we just believe them. We just think that they're right. And so I'm not gonna provide any answers. I might provide some questions, which is more fun for me anyways than having to actually think about answers. But the um the rule that uh you've been following your whole life just because it's a rule. What if that's not a rule? And uh, just, I'm, I'll throw maybe a couple of things out there. We have a, a rule uh, of what it means to keep the Sabbath day holy, the commandment uh, that we should be keeping the Sabbath day holy. Different people have different rules. And um, my personal rule may be different than your personal rule. One of the things that I do on Sunday, uh, most Sundays, is I make chocolate cake. Some people may not like that. I know of families that don't watch TV on Sunday. For me, watching TV, if we can find a really good show, and by really good, I mean really entertaining, (laughs) then that's a great way for me to spend some time with my family. There is a show that we, uh, it may be canceled, who knows, but there are two seasons of I Can Hear Your Voice, which is not that, that's not what it's called, is I Can See Your Voice. But every time we talk about it, we would use a different sense. I can smell your voice, I can feel your voice, I can... (laughs) 
It's supposed to be, I can see your voice. Uh, super entertaining. And my family and I, we would do watch parties across states and we would just have fun. We would um, <laughs> just share our thoughts and opinions about contestants and uh, things like that. But I don't know that there is a specific list of right and wrong for a lot of the things that we just assume has a list of right and wrong. And so um, when it comes to rules, now, as it relates to the church, for example, the church has rules. The church has policies. They have uh, practices that that they expect members uh, to maintain a good standing in the church to adhere. And so you might be thinking of things like the word of wisdom. There are certain substances that we should or should not be partaking of. So I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about the rules that um, we just tend to follow because we've always followed them. And uh, there's there's not anything really in scripture or the policy handbook or anything like that that says we have to do these things. And in fact, in the handbook, many of the the rules, quote unquote, are preceded by or followed by um, the word recommendation. It is recommended that, or uh, in most cases, these things should happen, which means it's not a hard and fast rule. There may be some allowance for not wearing a white shirt if you're blessing or passing the sacrament. And we a lot of times we just assume, we just assume that's a rule. That's, that's something that we should be following. Um, another rule is, uh, I, and I hesitate to bring this up just because of what my personal um, decision is, but I don't typically change my, change out of my church clothes on Sunday. I come home, my typical, <laughs> my typical Sunday is I'll go to church, come home and I'll snack on something. If I haven't made my chocolate cakes by then, I'll make chocolate cake. And then many times I will go lay down. I take a nap. I like to call it pondering. I ponder and I ponder with my eyes closed and sometimes I'm not fully conscious and I'll sleep for as long as I'm allowed to. It may be an hour, maybe a couple of hours, depending on life. Sometimes I'll be at the same time uh, I'll have something in the slow cooker or on the smoker so that I can have dinner ready when I wake up or close to ready. And then I get up, have dinner with family, then I go deliver chocolate cake. I just don't change on my church clothes. And one of the reasons is I've just decided that anything that I can do or anything that I do with my with my shirt and tie on, um, that will help me remember today's a different day. It's the Sabbath day. Now, I want to be clear, I do not criticize other people. I do not uh, judge other people if they behave differently. I don't think that there's anything wrong. Some people come home from work and they change their clothes. I don't most of the time because I just, well, I go straight to bed <laughs> when I come home from work. But there's, um, a, a, it was a decision that I made, but there are people that may think of that as a rule. The rule is you come home and change your clothes because we don't want your church clothes to get dirty or wrinkled or whatever. Or other people may say, no, you stay in your church clothes all day because today's Sunday and you should be in your church clothes. And there's no rule. There's no policy. So things like that, um, 
there may be some value in really examining why do we do things? Why do we do the the things that we do? Why do we make the decisions that we make? And if it's because, well, that's how we've always done it, then maybe there's some uh, benefit in really examining that. Is this helping me become the person I want to be? And maybe it is, and that's fantastic. And maybe it's not, and that's fantastic. And then we can make some adjustments and decide I want to do something different. So I don't know that I have anything more than that. I just wanted to throw out the idea that rules sometimes are um, not doctrine. They're just there for us to um, follow if we want. And, And maybe we don't. And maybe we should really get excited about dunking our cookies in apple juice. And I've got kids that like to put French fries in milkshakes and I just don't get excited about that. And I don't think you should have to get excited about it. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting excited about it, but the ranch dressing thing that is wrong. You can argue with me and I (laughs) am not easily convinced, but um, think about the the rules that you follow in your life. And it's not just, it's, and, and this is not a, a, a gospel um, application necessarily, though it could be, but but just think about the way that that you live your life and the rules that you follow. Maybe the rule is that you um, brush your teeth after every meal, and maybe that's a rule you, you want to keep, and maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Um, my brother Greg's a dentist, and he says the great thing about flossing is you only have to floss the teeth that you want to keep, and so, so maybe that's a rule you want to follow. But... Um, yeah, just for fun. Examine some of the rules that you follow and, and why do you adhere to those rules and why do you believe them? Is if, if it's because this is what mom and dad taught me and this is because this is what I learned in school or learned growing up, maybe some of those things could uh, stand uh, some examination. And uh, because as we uh, expand from some of those things that we've just always done, and so that's why we continue to do them, there may be some richness in our life that we're missing out on. And uh, there's nothing more uh, significant or deeper about uh, this week's podcast than that. Just some thoughts that uh, are the rules, rules you want to keep. And if they are, great, keep them. And if they aren't, great, <laughs> change them. <laughs> change them to something that you want. Um, it's uh, getting to be a little bit cooler. And so examine some of the uh, the maybe summertime rules or the wintertime rules and and have some fun. Learn things about yourself. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>